0: two-time number one international best-selling author course creator and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free discover ways to build wealth and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years will you be next here is your host paul lawrence van great
1: day great day everyone i'm your host paul lawrence van and our host of course wealth academy podcast and remember our mantra wealth is more than just money and today Mm -hmm. our amazing guest expert is nikki brooks nikki how are you doing today my friend
2: i am amazing how are you paul
1: doing great and amazing as well Mm -hmm. and one of the things that you are going to learn today is the how to become debt free Mm -hmm. we're going to do it nikki brooks way and also (laughs) through this process you're going to learn to become financially savvy so I'm going to get started on her bio, and we're going to take off because this is going to be an amazing session. So Nikki Brooks uh, is a money-sense strategist that shares expertise on how people can become financially savvy, and she is a financial, a savvy financial pro and is ready to serve you, and you will find that out through this episode. Mm-hmm. And she assists clients in becoming debt-free, save that money during this Christmas holiday season, and live your best financial life possible. And she was formerly a project manager at Disney, and her diverse expertise serves Mm -hmm. her well today as an entrepreneur. And Nikki also is a retired US Navy veteran, and we salute her for her service to our country. And without further ado, I want to introduce again Nikki Brooks. Nikki, welcome, and let's get started. If you're ready, I'm ready. Ready, Freddie. All right, then, uh, Nikki, welcome to Wealth Academy podcast. And we are honored to have you here with us, the listeners. They're going to discover about your journey as an entrepreneur. So we want to talk a little bit about the genesis for your journey as it pertains to the financial services arena.
2: Thank you so much. Paul. That is a great question. <laughs> you know how we're all told to go to school and get a job and save your money right oh yeah i tried that and it didn't exactly work out the way i thought it would after a successful career in the military as a logistics specialist it was a challenge for me to find employment and i kept getting told i didn't have enough experience so Thanks to the GI Bill, (laughs) I went back to school and enrolled in a dual degree MBA program where I obtained my Master's of Business Administration degree. And I had a Master's of Art in Procurement and Acquisitions Management. So that was good because that's what I did in the military, right? Oh, great. So then I was overqualified.
1: (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I've heard that song before.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So then I had the opportunity to work as a project um, assistant at Disney and I loved it. I loved the experience. But it was a contract position. So two weeks before my contract was over, as awesome as I thought I was, your girl had to go. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs>
2: so shortly after that I had the opportunity to um to spend some time with my cousin's children. Sure. It was um male and a female. They had just graduated from high school. Well the, the young man just graduated from high school and the young woman she was just going into high school wanted to go to a school basketball scholarship uh-huh. attending traveling basketball camps and being mom all over again so exactly. during that time you know what i discovered what was that there was definitely a lack of financial literacy being taught in the school system
1: for sure absolutely
2: so i made a decision to change that by becoming financial by getting financial literacy taught in the school system which i'm still working on uh-huh. becoming a financial coach slash educator And being a resource for people, especially since those that are not considered financially savvy
1: exactly, and they
2: don't have the thousands of dollars that are sometimes a requirement to get access to that financial professional. Sure. And my mom agreed with what I was doing. so, you know, when mama says you're doing something right, (laughs) you're doing something right.
1: Added bonus. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. But you're right about that point about that financial literacy. And a lot of people don't have it. And even all the way up to professional athletes as well exactly yeah yeah so that that is really uh, outstanding mm-hmm. and uh i know the financial literacy is making a difference for people and i, I did something similar here in maryland mm-hmm. i worked with a local state senator and we were able to get senate bill 500 passed to get financial literacy in the school as an elective for the schools well okay. so It's make, making a difference to this day. And I mentioned earlier that you had served and is a veteran of the U.S. Navy. Now, yeah. how did this also uh, make an impact on you in terms of getting into that financial arena and the financial industry? Uh, what, what role did that play uh, for you?
2: Well, um, being a logistics specialist, I was in charge of contracting and budgeting. So I knew a little bit about, um, I knew a little bit about budgeting and contracting. So Uh I figured that would just roll over into the financial part because I already knew what not to do. (laughs) And as a coach, you learn the correct ways to do it. And like I said, there are so many people that don't have the knowledge. They don't have access to it. They don't know what to do because I get questions about that all the time. Snowball, avalanche, which should I use? People don't like the word budget, so I call it a spending plan. So just being in the military and having that guidance and that leadership, to me, it, it was a no brainer.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a, a very similar to what I did as well in mm-hmm. uh, the acquisition field and the budgeting field, cost estimating, everything. And uh, that's a, a very defined uh, career field as well. So you can definitely apply it to uh, today. Uh, in corporations, schools, almost any industry in and of itself. So congratulations again. Thank you for your service to our country. And uh, it, make, it continues to make a difference today. Yes. So uh, with the economy, it's really kind of in a flux right now, uh, Nikki. And one of the reasons why I say that is because we know this Friday, there's this debt ceiling limit that is trying to be reached by the U.S. Congress so that we won't go into debt and we won't have to close the government, not even partially. And we also have the uh, Build Back Better program that's coming up. We have the National Defense Authorization Act and so many other things. What do you tell people about how to look out for their finances at this time? Because if in fact the debt ceiling limit is not met, it's going to throw people into an even more turmoil in the midst of a pandemic.
2: I think basically people just need to have the knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said before, a lot of people, they don't know what to do. They don't know where to get the knowledge because I run into a lot of people that want to invest in the stock market. OK, the stock market is good, but your your money needs to be diversified. Yes. What does that mean? You don't need to have all your eggs in one basket. So just trying to explain that to people and knowing what options you have. Um, yes, as far as where to save your money. Because a lot of people have their money in checking accounts and savings accounts. And what's the interest rate that you're getting on that? They just need to be aware of that. So just being aware of of the choices and yeah. know that there are options out there for you and just getting the right information. And if you need help, ask for help. There, there are people that, that are willing to help you.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't do is have that money talk and talk about where they are today and how to assess where they are. Because we know nowadays with the pandemic, none of us saw it coming and mm. uh, we have this inflation that we're dealing with and, and so many other things. So um, it's definitely people need to be more aware and pay more attention because things are not back to normal. It's gonna be a while before <laughs> any stimulus of, of things going back to being normal. So what do you say then, Nikki, to people who are having challenges now. What are some of the challenges that you're hearing about the people are facing today, whether it's jobs or uh, people not going back to work? Because we know a lot of people are not even going back to starting businesses. What What are some of the greatest challenges that you're seeing? Wow.
2: Now, that's a great question.
1: How much time do we have? Ah, uh, we have plenty <laughs>
2: Where do I start? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go back to a lack of knowledge. I know yeah. growing up in my family, we didn't sit around the kitchen table and talk about insurance. We didn't talk about wills, trusts, how to create generational yeah. wealth, leaving yeah. a legacy for your family. We never talked about that. Families are living paycheck to paycheck. That's true. Slam with tons of debt.
1: Slam with debt. Absolutely stressed
2: out financially. Yes. And as with the pandemic, we saw that businesses are barely making ends meet, that they're not having any profits, and then some of them are having to shut down. Yeah, and absolutely. they have a lot of debt that that's just accumulated.
1: Absolutely.
2: Um, the personal yeah, well, financial situation, it's, it's, it's dire. People are often overworked and underpaid.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, you have the uh, people who have the uh, student loan debt. Oh, yeah, um, people are backed up with the mortgage. Uh, people rent, you know, the moratoriums have been taken away, mm-hmm. unemployment, unemployment, um, insurance has been pulled away. So there are a lot of challenges that people are facing and, um, they, we, they just don't know where it's going to go. I think this week and the end of this month with Congress and the white house is going to be really the deciding factor of how 2022 starts out. And so we want people to definitely be aware. Uh, of what's coming down the pike and don't get too comfortable
2: (laughs) (laughs) get out of that comfort zone right
1: get get out of that comfort zone absolutely now uh what do you recommend for people who are listening and becoming financially savvy how do you uh get them to make that transformation into becoming financially savvy after they are living uh, paycheck to paycheck and and they're on that hamster wheel if you will Um, what would it look like for them once they cross that threshold into financial freedom?
2: Well, um, I would recommend that they think like the wealthy. Yes. Um, an investment in knowledge that, that pays the best interest. Um, Mm -hmm. I was doing some research and there's a study that says, um, you, you just, (laughs) (laughs) The financial literacy part, we always keep going back to the knowledge of the financial literacy. Yeah, about 30% of people are financially literate. Like I said, if you need help, ask. Yeah. And the financial freedom, it looks different for everyone. It does. So when when people sit down with me, we help them come up with their financial independence number. And I I stress that retirement, it's not an age, it's a number.
1: Correct. That's correct. Very correct.
2: Yes. And um we, we created GPS. I call it a mm-hmm. um a way to grow, protect, and save your money. That that's the plan.
1: Exactly.
2: So to me, financial freedom it looks like having the ability to choose your lifestyle without constant money related stress.
1: Yes. It's yes, about
2: the life you want to lead and then taking financial steps to build your own path, like living your life on your own terms.
1: Yes, absolutely and and unfortunately uh, as you stated a lot of people don't have that financial literacy and in many ways there's no fault of their own but there are now services and like mm-hmm. your business that people can get that information and knowledge and sometimes people find themselves really busy and they think it can't work for them but it can work for them mm-hmm. and and you think about um the this also in um mississippi and she stopped school uh, at the age of I believe six or seven years old, mm-hmm. because she lost one of her her parents and she stayed with her and uncle and her aunt clean clothes for people near college. And so she taught her her uh, granddaughter how to do this. And the end story is that she saved one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And she kept the money where in her mattress. <laughs> old school, right? And yes, what, what happened she happened to someone told her hey you need to talk to a banker so she took her money put it in the bank and then she decided hey I don't really need this money because she's gotten up there in age she didn't have a mortgage cuz she lived with an and uncle she never had a car she would walk to the grocery store and get her groceries and she didn't pay for any luxuries mm-hmm. and the next thing you know the uh, I think it's southern mississippi University of southern mississippi she donated 150,000 and the alumni was like, if this one, this one lady can save that much money, they matched it. And so it put up $300,000 for underprivileged youth to attend that college. Wow. Yeah. And so it, it just goes to show, even though she didn't have a formal system in place, she had the heart and the spirit to make a difference. and And that scholarship program is still going on to this day
2: that is beautiful we need more of
1: that we need much more of that and and, in essence she was financially literate because she she saved that money she didn't have any debts (laughs) so it's a a great story one i always think about now we know that um and i know you had a great thanksgiving idea too and we know that people out there shopping nikki they were out there on black friday (laughs) saturday cyber monday and now the holiday season and shopping is really kicking in. What do you say to people right now to help them to finish this year off financially strong?
2: It is interesting that you would ask that. I just did a video on that one. Um, stop spending the money, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the average American spends almost a thousand dollars every Christmas uh-huh the credit card debt skyrockets around the holidays right because we exactly. provide gifts for everybody and everybody um mm-hmm. I, I don't do that we pull names um we started pulling names in our house not uh-huh. too long ago that's so a good that idea it worked out so i'm gonna just give you two key tips to help you save all right <laughs> save your money and build your holiday shopping into your budget this year number one decide how much you need to save you have to have a number Put it put it right here, have a number
1: uh-huh. exactly.
2: Figure out how much you need to save for the holidays. I know it's a little bit late, but it's uh-huh. never too late to start saving. Never that. Too late. Uh-huh. So that includes the gifts, the travel expenses, such as gas, airfare, and hotels. Uh-huh. I stayed home, so I saved for all of
1: that. I'm not coming out till the pandemic's over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that may be a while, right? That
1: might be a while
2: so and that was the thing because we were going to fry the turkey but then the turkey that we got it wasn't uh it was too big to fit in the fryer so we didn't uh-huh. fry it so we just stuck it in the oven so just just making sure you factor in those expenses for all the food that you need to purchase
1: true
2: number two stay motivated to save your money
1: yes that's very important
2: yes look Tell at I your more. budget
1: yes
2: <laughs> Look at that budget and cut. Yes. Spend like,
1: less. Like people trim the turkey. Trim. The budget. <laughs> trim your budget. <laughs> <laughs> and I know
2: a lot of things now are, are fun. Um and they're free. So just hmm. take advantage of things like that. And like I said, eat at home instead of dining out. I don't, I don't go out, I stay at the house. Uh-huh. Mine tastes better anyway.
1: <laughs> that's the way I look at it. That's the <laughs> way I look at it. Especially since the pandemic happened. You know, I used to go to all the restaurants, take my kids there and everything. Whoa. And then I just decided, you know what, because I can cook very well. I decided, hey, I'll just cook all our meals. Same thing for Thanksgiving. I'll cook everything. But I, what I did, I uh, recruited my children to do the cooking. They didn't know it was going to happen, but I recruited them. But this <laughs> is something that people can implement or, or incorporate into their daily life.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So those makes- are Those are some great tips.
2: Yeah, and I also have another one. Just make sure okay. you have a chart to track your savings. Yes. And um, like I said, get creative with your gift giving. Save money on gifts. Um, gift yourself. Yes. So home baked goods, because like I said, I don't go out anymore. So I make sure um well I've gotten pretty good baking. I was always good, mm-hmm. but I got better. Uh-huh. And and just think about giving experiences instead of things. That makes a difference as well. So those are my two tips.
1: Oh, uh, very, very wonderful as well. And I think if people really listen to what you have to say or surrounding this, that having that debt-free experience can mm. become a possibility, and that's what people need to to really consider. And because the, the bottom line in this financial space that we're in, we want people to win, we want them to succeed. Yes. And sometimes, you know, what happens to people is that they sabotage themselves. Well, you know, I'll buy this new car. You don't need a new car. <laughs> You can't get cards for cards anymore, right? And or someone would say, hey, I want to take this nice vacation. There's nothing wrong with a a nice vacation. But uh, with the pandemic looming and new variants coming out, Mm -hmm. it may be time to stay home even more until they can figure out what it really is. And so those are some of the things that that happen to be uh, taking place. And uh, we want people, like I said, to win. And and, uh, we're going to do our best to make it happen.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, one of the things I want to talk about as well as this thing I'm looking at, the only way for people to really pull their finances together is to become debt free and have this debt freedom. Uh, Please provide your expertise surrounding that so people can really get what we're talking about here because we want them to, to succeed.
2: Um mm, powerful question Paul. <laughs> Being debt free is is important. Um uh, just imagine this deciding on how your money is spent instead of giving interest to banks and loan companies. Yeah. Because I know um when I first got married he had uh-huh. shaky credit.
1: Sure. I had good credit. Uh-huh.
2: So once we brought the credit together it was good.
1: Uh-huh. And
2: then once you have better credit, you get better interest rates.
1: Exactly. You save more money.
2: Yes. Yeah. So you just you, you just get to grow and save your money. Um, like I said, knowing where to put your money to protect it from market correction and outpacing inflation, which is really important now because as we can see, everything is increasing. Everything yes,
1: it, is. it is
2: gas is well, i'm not gonna complain but
1: it's 3:30 here in florida so yeah some of it i've seen up to five dollars and some places seven dollars
2: and, and, and that's insane
1: it is and i was in the oil and gas industry with mobile oil company years ago and uh, it really shouldn't be that expensive right now that that expensive and i think what it is is that people are so happy to be outside now <laughs> visiting going to grandma's house and everything that they're gone, and even with the airlines, you know, the record people that were gone over Thanksgiving uh, for flights, mm. as dangerous as they are, <laughs> because people are fighting on the planes now.
2: Ooh, I know, crazy,
1: right? Yeah, and so that factors into it. You know, when when you're traveling now, you almost have to have some insurance because you just never know what might happen. That
2: part,
1: I yeah. think, COVID, yeah, yeah, COVID. I think to a large extent, it's kind of driven people crazy yeah it it still has a bottom line impact on person finances Mm. yeah and so we want people to to really be careful out there but when we look at this uh financial freedom I think some people I've heard them say not all people but some say that well you know that's just how it is you're gonna be in debt for something but whenever we have like you state, we have a credit cards there's interest rates on there and the banks are making literally bank off of that, you know, because it's really basically just a loan you have for, what, 25 days. <laughs> or if you have a personal loan, well, that's even more expensive, you know, depending on how much you have. And then that percentage, you know, having uh, one of the key things I know, Nikki, is about the credit credit scores, mm-hmm. the importance of credit scores, of course, is is that what, what uh, do you want to share on about credit scores and all? credit scores,
2: uh, they're important, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times people think, oh, well, I can't do anything about it. Yes, you can. Like I Mm -hmm. said, knowledge, knowledge is so important. And the lower your credit score, the more interest rate, the The more money you're going to have to pay, because I know looking at that target card, you're like, "Okay, there's a 24 percent interest rate Mm -hmm. and people don't pay attention to that and people pay the minimum so if you pay the minimum that's when the rule of 72 plays a, a huge factor in in your finances you either know it and you you either pay it so
1: exactly
2: i, I don't i don't i can't stress that enough just look at your credit card statements
1: right and, and read the fine print <laughs>
2: look at everything but because it all plays a part people, oh yeah I remember I went to the store and the lady was like, do you want to open up a credit card? And I was like, no, thank you. Will you get 10? Yeah. No, I'm fine. Thank you. But before yeah. I'd be like, Oh, I get a free credit card, but I,
1: exactly. so I don't that. And that's what happens to a lot of students when they yeah. get a job and they're at college and uh, they offer them the credit card. They get the credit card and they're thinking, oh, it's free money. It's yeah. not free money. Like a student loan isn't free. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's another that's a
1: whole nother topic in itself. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and one of the other things that I looked at is uh, when we, we look at this uh, Build Back Better program mm-hmm. and from everything that I've been hearing, I saw President Biden talking about today as a members of his his uh, exec, his staff. Mm-hmm. And they are saying that this will help families because it will have the child care aspect added to it to have family leave with it and it's all coming out of the taxes of the wealthy people that make four hundred thousand dollars or more. Yeah. and um, but unfortunately, you know some members of Congress, they don't want families to have have a, a better situation. and so they're not going to vote for it so they really can't bring it to the floor and vote on it because the millionaires who have got a nice tax break in two thousand seventeen, under the Trump administration, they don't want the middle class or the poor people to have a good advantage or, or to at least a little bit better. And, and to me, I think that's just wrong. It's really wrong. Uh, this is a great time uh, to help people because people are going through a lot now. We have what about over 700,000 people that have died as a result of COVID. Mm. And um, it's had a big impact on families. Uh, the numbers for children who are now uh don't have parents or extended family, that number has really gone up, you mm. know, into the millions. And so it affects all of us because it's going to come out of the taxes, you know, to be able to take care of them. So uh these are some other things that we look at, you know, from that stand that financial standpoint mm. that it, it, it impacts all of us. And then of course, uh, Nikki, you know we have the taxes coming up. <laughs> right. People that better dirty you know, tax season is almost here. So it, it's a good time for people to start planning for their taxes as well. Definitely. Yeah. And and that's something that I, I worked on for a number of years. I worked in a, a accounting department when I was on active duty. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, they put me on an education with industry program in Atlanta for a company and I worked in their uh, tax accounting office. And so I could apply that once that assignment was over and going back on active back, back to duty at that time. So wow. so people people have to do that. And then I was at on Capitol Hill and I worked. So I worked legislation trying to get more people, uh, more ships for the Navy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to get more boots and beans, you know, for the Marines, <laughs> <and more laughs> aircraft for the Air Force and tanks for the Army. Oh, and so then, that's money It's you know, it's coming out of the taxes and uh, i think now the national defense authorization act is 784 billion and i'm like wow that's a
2: lot of money <laughs> yes 10%, can i get 10 percent
1: of that <laughs> yeah and that, that represents about i think 60 to 65 percent of the total uh appropriations for all of the executive branch you know the department of education department of defense department of energy mm-hmm. department of interior etc And and so, uh, you know, these things all factor in. And so that Build Back Better program could, in fact, help because it's based not only not on one year, but it's based on about 10 years, maybe 15 to 20. So I I think they should really pass that bill. But uh, it 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 factors into that money piece. So uh, Nikki, at this time, uh, would you like to share any more information in regards to any programs or activities that you have coming up? Uh, Here, uh, close out the uh, 2021 and and looking at 2022. You feel free to share
2: that. I do, but I'm going to touch back on some of the things that you were talking about. Um, Like when people, you know, just being prepared for uncertainty.
1: Yes, crises. (laughs)
2: Yes. So the most important part of preparing for the future is just protecting it. So what what we do is we help people who know how to make money, keep it, which everybody wants to keep their money. Right. Absolutely. So basically we work as an advocate for you. Mm -hmm. So we help our clients be more confident, more financial, make confident financial decisions. Like I say, financially savvy. I like that. So they, they just watch their money work for them sure and like i said when you go back to preparing for uncertainty whether you outlive your retirement pass away unexpectedly or become disabled there are things that that you need to have in place to protect the life you've built for you and your loved ones so i like to say you got problems we got we got the solutions
1: (laughs) yes absolutely
2: so i touch back on the education part because people need to know they can protect their money and they can save their money in taxes and vehicles and worry less during these hard economic times like we're experiencing now. Their retirement income strategies, business strategies,
1: yeah. just
2: having a, a legacy plan. Yes. It's just so much that people need to be aware of. So that that's why I do what I do. And I love it. I really mm-hmm. do just sitting down and just educating people. Because like I said, growing up, we didn't have that. We, we didn't know.
1: Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. So, none of us. Yeah. But, you know our, our parents they kind of worked off of the uh bootstrapping <laughs> you know they get a job they save that money and didn't necessarily have a retirement plan you know they might have some social security mm. but um you know in some cases people didn't even get that so and that's another issue <laughs> yeah, yeah <that's> another issue. <laughs> something right, that people know. need to pay
2: attention to yeah yeah, yeah. so I just want to say, if you don't take anything else away from our precious time spent together today, Uh remember this. You don't have to be wealthy to think like the wealthy.
1: That's true. All you need is
2: knowledge and action. Absolutely. So my intent purpose is the education, just the education part so people Mm -hmm. can make those better financial decisions. So um, I have a Facebook group, Financially Fit and Savvy a YouTube uh-huh. channel and a podcast coming out, Savvy Talks, where we'll be discussing all things money. So so just some big things in the works.
1: Right. Um,
2: so, yeah, I'm excited. So with the student loans being on the, um, in everybody's radar right about now, uh-huh. we're hosting a student loan 101 webinar very soon. So stay tuned for that.
1: That's a good and one in, uh, right there.
2: Yeah, it will be right. Yeah, I, a lot, I, a lot I, of
1: people, you know, the, uh, they're going to they, right now they kind of have it where they're holding it. People don't have to pay. The student loans. So I think January of next January year.
2: January
1: twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. so uh, now is a great time for that. Yeah. And, and, and this will be held in, in uh, this month. Um,
2: we are getting um, getting everything together. Yeah, yeah it's December, right?
1: <laughs> uh, the time is going by that fast. <laughs> yes. It's January great. is going by that fast.
2: <laughs> I know, right? We just had Thanksgiving.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, but I love it. Yeah. Um, and I, I've just teamed up with some very powerful women. So what we do is we do a lunch and learn every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And okay. we do an educational segment Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that focuses on how money works. So I'm giving you an invite. Feel free to join us. We'd okay. love to have you.
1: Fantastic.
2: Um, so this month, the topics will revolve around RMDs, those required, required minimum distributions at South Carolina. Coming, I got to slow down. Uh-huh. <laughs> the end of the year planning, goal setting for 2022. And we're always looking for strategic partnerships. Okay. So um, I have a few spots open for strategy sessions this month. So um, yeah, I can okay. drop my email in the chat. Okay. Just, yeah, just feel free to reach out. We're here to help you in any way that we can. So no family left behind is our mission. Okay. Thank you so much. Stay safe. And remember, money saved is money earned.
1: Thank you, Paul, so much for the invite. Okay. Well, Nikki, I tell you, it was an honor to have you. And I really look forward to this particular episode with you because I know it would be a lot of fun and people will gain so much knowledge and wisdom through this process. And so I also want to thank you and have a a wonderful Christmas holiday season. And your mission as well as your message was loudly heard today, which it needs to at this time. And uh, we really uh, look forward to having you on again, sometimes in the future. And I'll connect with you in terms of some of the projects that you have coming up as well. And I definitely look forward to your podcast as well. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right. So this is going to close out uh, this episode of Wealth Academy podcast with our guest, Nikki Brooks. And again, uh, she's doing some amazing things. Uh, She is a, financially savvy, she's gonna she can teach you how to do that. She shared part of that today. And she wants you to become debt free. Mm-hmm. And that debt freedom is so important for everyone, especially during this this shopping period of time. We wanna be able to control ourselves and to make those great decisions that we would thank ourselves for come mm-hmm. the New Year's, which is not that far away so i want to give a a great shout out to the wealth academy podcast community thank you all for uh, being with us today and we will see you on the next episode of wealth academy podcast and again nikki thank you so much and i look forward to connecting with you again soon
2: thank you paul
1: all right and have a great day everyone i'll see you on the next episode of wealth Academy podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for Goodbye. listening to
0: Wealth Academy. Okay, podcast. There, Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to get you or someone, you know, assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching. In addition to resources associated with this podcast, email Paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.